Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Just a little faith with him it was just a little faith in his glasses <laughs> okay yep
Wow. I like that cute little video. I like the song, guys. Thank you. Can we give them another hand? I know, exactly. That's kind of cute. So like I said, um, the um, message for Advent for today that represents faith, I don't need this, I'm going to put that down here, is the same as the message that was for the daily word. So instead of, re I'm not going to reread it, but I will light the first candle for faith. And... I'm going to repeat the affirmation, and then I want you guys to say it with me as we light this. Because this is the month of December, which is the month of life. And as we light the candle, we're giving life to the faith that we're going to be walking by, okay? So the affirmation is, and you, I think you have it in your program too, through faith I am centered and guided every step of every day. Together, through faith I am centered and guided every step of every day. Thank you. That's a beautiful candle. Purple is one of my colors. I love red and royal blue, and purple is the mixture of the two. Oh, that rhymed. That rhymes. Now, uh, I usually try to start off with a little joke, and I don't remember the little joke I was going to start off with. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the joke. I think I wrote it down. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to start it because I thought it was, it was a little bit cute. Um, 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 um. Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> See, just faith, just a little faith. Okay, so you know how you sometimes drive up off freeways and there's a, maybe somebody standing there with a sign that says help or whatever? Well, I heard this story by Joel Osteen. I love his jokes who was uh, talking about a lady who drove up and she was stopped by a guy who had a sign and it said, please help. And so she dug in her little console, she kept a little money there and she rolled down her window and he came over to her and she said, now, I'm not giving you this money, sir, because you deserve it. I'm giving it to you because it feels so good to give it to you. And he said, well, ma'am, if you give me $20, you can enjoy yourself thoroughly. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I thought that was so cute. And you know, it's interesting because a lot of times when we hand out money to, if we do, we kind of judge what they're going to use it on. We kind of look at the person and see how they're looking, decide if we're going to give them the money or not. And, if we, and it's funny because how they look, it's like, oh, they may be responsible enough for me to give them this dollar. But it, that's judging. You know, that's judging. And it's one of the things that we're going to move out of in the month of uh, December. We're gonna move into the life and the expression of including everybody, of releasing judging, uh, judging everybody and knowing that there's God and Christ in everyone, okay? So the, today is the first day of the Advent season and the Advent season represents the four Sundays before Christmas and not only the four Sundays before Christmas, those little days in the middle too. So when we, in Unity, they usually send out Advent books, and I think it might be, each message might be on unity.org. So I want you, so if you can, what I would like you to do is either read the Advent book throughout this season until we go to um, Christmas every day, 
Or if you, if you don't get the Advent book, which looks like this, then just read the Daily Word. Yeah, it is. It's, for, it's free. You can even go to unity.org and ask them to send you one. That's what I did. Thank you, Faith. You didn't get it yet? Oh, I requested mine last month, and I got mine early. <laughs> the early bird gets the what? Advent book. <laughs> I can't resist it. It's like when a song comes up that you might say the words to it. I got to sing the song or if a little joke or something. I got to do it. So just get used to it. I love to laugh. So if you like to laugh, you're going to be right in there with me. But for this Advent season, I really, really, really want to be serious. You know why I really, really want to be serious? Because I want to clap my hands to you guys. I seriously want to clap my hands to you guys because you started off this year low and, and, and little and, and, and without a minister and without, without seeming like there will be an increase. But you kept your faith. You kept your faith. And you walked into it. So this Advent season, we're going to get some deep business. Because when you do one seeming miracle, miracles are actually using the laws appropriately and walking in who you are. And that's what you did as a spiritual community. And no matter how small you were, you stayed close. And you built that bond. And you increased your spiritual consciousness. And as you increased your spiritual consciousness, your vibration rose up. And your vibration activated the law of attraction. And then you put out that affirmation. Michael said that you guys used an affirmation again in this building, right? So you know the power of the word. But you know even more the power of affirming the truth in your word. And you know the power of affirming through faith. So in this Advent season, we are going to have the, the theme that we are going to use, and this is our theme, for our journey to ascension in Christ. And this first week, we're going to be going into the theme, Walking by Faith. Now, why, Kelly, an ascension? Why a journey to ascension in Christ? Because... This is a journey of walking deeper in Christ. Does it make sense? That every Christmas gives birth to a deeper awakening of who you are in and as Christ. Does it make sense? So the deeper you go into Christ, the higher you raise in consciousness. So our journey is going to be a journey to, the, uh, to ascension in Christ. And during this week, as we walk by faith, I want you to move into the three steps that we're going to go through on what it truly means to walk by faith. What do they mean? I'm waiting for you to tell me. No, just kidding. <laughs> I love messing with people. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat because I'm going to mess with you all day. Okay, so... God is really working with me, and I'm really excited. So let me just calm it down a little bit and get a little centered because I know God is guiding me every step of the way in every day. Thank you, God. 
so much. This has been a big walk of faith for me because you get these ahas, and they're like puzzle pieces. And it's amazing because I love putting puzzles together, and that's what I've been doing this week. When I, I get another puzzle piece, I sit down, and it's like, okay, how are you going to give it to me, God? And then I go and put the puzzle together because I let go of it. See, faith, according to the Bible, what the Bible says is it's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen, right? Charles Fillmore says that it is the perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to create substance. Now, the perceiving power of the mind is a realization, an understanding, a knowing beyond all understanding. It doesn't make any sense, but you know that you know that you know. Anybody ever knew that you knew that you knew? Oh, raise your hand if you knew that you knew that you knew. I'm a teacher, too, so I might have you raise your hand sometimes. (laughs) I won't always call on you, but I might ask you to raise your hand. So it's when you know that you know that you know. Now, the beautiful part about when you know that you know that you know is that everything you know and you vibrate in, you create it. So it's the power of the mind to perceive. You see it, you be it. Linked to the power of the mind to shape it. So when you shape it in your mind and become a full vibration of it, you draw it to yourself. So the three steps, the three major steps in walking by faith. There's a scripture that says, so we walk by faith, not by what? Sight. Yeah, you know the Bible a little bit. That's good. And actually, that's one of the scriptures that I'm that's going to be using a lot in this day, uh, today. And that's 2 Corinthians, is, and it's chapter 5, and it's verse 7, in case you want to write, write it down and, and read it and study it for this week. And that says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And like I said, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Now, when we walk by faith, there's three things that we are consciously and intentionally doing. Because we are created in God's image and likeness, right? So that means we have the power to create, right? Everybody should be saying right, right? Good, because we know this, right? So if we create, if we have the power to create, then that means every thought that we hold in our mind, which is the third unity principle, we produce after our kind, right? So all those frivolous thoughts are going out there as well. So during this walk on our journey in, in ascension of Christ, we are going to be conscious and intentional. Being conscious means to be present. My dad taught me to be aware of my surroundings. You ever drive home and you just get there, you don't know how you got there because it's muscle memory, your mind was everywhere else? Uh (laughs) That's walking by faith right there. (laughs) But when you, how about during this week, while you're driving home, you become present of your surroundings. You become present of what you're thinking. You become present of what you're saying and you become present of what you're doing. Those are the major steps of walking by faith, but it's more than that. When you were little, anybody's mama told you or daddy told you about Santa Claus? Anybody? I'm the only one. You ain't raising your hand. Santa Claus. How long did you believe there was a Santa Claus? (laughs) 
I think I believed it for a long time. You know what? I still, I don't, <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, I still believe there's a Santa Claus. Oh, Roxanne says, shh. <laughs> there really is the spirit of Santa Claus. There really is. But when we were little and we were told there was Santa Claus, we walked by faith because we believed them. We just believed that's what our parents told us. Most of your, our childhood is walking by faith because we believe what the adults tell us in our life, right? And you walk by and they say this is, they'll even tell you that circle. They'll say, oh, that's a square. And you're like, oh, okay, it's a square. But then you go and you learn truly it's a circle. But as a child, all of those things that have been told to us, we believed it. Whether there was evidence of it or not. So it's things that we were told that negated who we are in God, like that was stupid, you're too sensitive, you're too much of this, you're not enough of this, why can't you be like your sister, why can't you be like your brother, why can't you do this, oh, that's so stupid. All of those things, and there's one that, that, that children should be seen and not heard. Anybody heard that before? My dad didn't believe that. He heard it, but he didn't believe that. He let us be seen and heard. But we, even in that, we blindly had faith in him that that was the truth. That's the beginning of faith, being open and receptive to what you hear, even though you don't know whether it's true or not. But when you get to a place where you start to believe that there's something beyond what people are telling you, who do they say I am? When you go past what they say you are, and you live seriously move into, wait a minute, there's something, something else that I'm feeling and I'm perceiving about myself that's the truth, then you move into spiritual faith. Now, we are spiritual beings living in a spiritual world, or a world that's governed by spiritual law, I'll say it that way, and we have the power to master it the spiritual law, and be the physical expression of it. When we move into a high expression of having faith in spirit, aligning our mind with the spirit of God, moving past what we were told and moving into what we feel in our relationship God's telling us, that's a powerful move. Let me, I, was, I was watching this movie called Come Sunday. Anybody seen that movie? You have. That was a powerful message because it was about an evangelist. His name is Bishop Carlton Pearson. He was actually taken on, under, or, Oral uh, Roberts took him under his wing when he was younger. When his son died, he took in uh, Carlton Pearson and he took him in his wing and he raised him up in, that, in their religion. Believing that you have to say with your mouth which, that, God is your, that Jesus is your Savior, and you have to believe that, and those who believe it are the ones that go to heaven, and those who don't go to hell. Now, he was believing that. He was believing, he was not, he was believing it by blind faith, but there was a part of him, even when he got up to speak, that didn't connect with it. There was something that didn't connect. And one day, he's sitting and watching, and I don't want to tell you the whole movie in case you want to watch it. But something happened. He saw something on TV. He was watching uh, 
You know how they always show these commercials, especially during the Christmas season, of kids in Africa who are homeless, and they show them with the flies buzzing around them, and they're just, they have no food, and they're skinny and all. He's looking at that, and he's saying, how are these kids going to hell because they can't confess Jesus as their Savior when they don't know Jesus? No one's there to teach them. He was having a, a, a disconnect there. It was something going on, and he went down. He's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I've been believing blindly what Oral and the rest of this religion's been telling me. It doesn't sit right with me. And it put him into a deeper, deeper relationship with God. And he started to realize that on the cross, when Jesus released his body, and even said, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they do. He included everybody. Everybody was included in that. That everybody has a choice, but everybody can get there. So he started to believe differently, which made him an outcast. Are there any times in your life where you start to believe something a little bit differently than how you were raised. Anybody besides me? Do you think that might be the reason why I brought you to unity? Do you think you moved out of a blind faith into a deeper connection of your true faith when you moved into unity? Anybody feel like you came home when you got to unity? You came home. That is walking by faith, aligning your mind spiritually but you got to make it your own choice. You can't come by what somebody else tells you. You can't. Your life can't be what somebody else. You can even be in jail and choose to have joy. Isn't that what Nelson Mandela did? He blessed even the ones who imprisoned him. And that's where we are meant to be. So walking by faith means, first of all, moving from blind faith of following what others say. And moving into walking in our mind, truthfully, in the consciousness of Christ. And that's what we're going to do every week, every day. We're going to do that. The second part is your words. Spiritually aligning your words. My words are right now a vibration that go out into the world. When I talk and I know what I know that I know, I have an authority on because I know it. God gave us dominion and authority over the world. But until you step into it, you will not manifest it. You cannot walk by faith and be wimpy. Oh, if you, if, 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 God, if you please, if you please, then I will have it if, if you please. That is not authority. That is not authority. God, oh, if, if I, I will, no, I, if, I, I'm, if I'm worthy, I think I'm worthy. Your words have a vibration that go out. When you spiritually align in your mind, it comes out through your words in a vibration, and it activates the law of attraction. See, we get misunderstood. Sometimes there's a misunderstanding of law of vibration. Law of vibration, I mean the law of attraction. Law of attraction is, oh, I think it and I be it. No. Law of attraction is you come into the alignment of the vibration of it in your mind spiritually, Knowing that you're one with it, the power to perceive it, and you link it with shaping it in your mind, and when you shape it in your mind, you become the vibration of it, 
And when you become the vibration of it, you draw it to you because you activate the law of attraction. Because now your thoughts held in mind are on the vibration of what you know that you are meant to have. And then you start saying it. So you align your mind, you align your words with spirit. What do you think the last thing is that you align? Thank you. You walk by faith. That means your life becomes faith. That means your actions are rooted in faith. So Carlton Pearson lost everything because he was rooted in it. And when he first got the awareness, he didn't even know how to really connect the dots. But he stuck with it. He stuck with it, which is how you guys got guided to unity. You stuck with it. You kept searching and looking and, and to find because you knew that it, something is there that connects. I know there's something there. And when you got to the vibration of feeling it so deeply, you drew yourself here. Does it feel good to be in unity? Yes. Does it feel good to be here? Yes. Oh, uh, really? Does it feel good to be here? Yes. Your vibration has to be strong this week. So, anytime you're in a situation this week, and we're going to continue throughout Advent, where you're concerned about something or worried about something, we're going to use what M.N. Fox calls the golden key. Anybody heard of the golden key? Tell me what it is, Faith. Exactly. When you align your mind and you align your words and you align your actions, you become the key to vibrate whatever it is that you want in your life and you unlock whatever's blocking it from you. Because I, I promise you that there's something in us, if we don't have what we truly feel that we're supposed to have, there's something in our vibration that's blocking it. And when you rise your mind up, which means you start thinking God, you start speaking God, and you start being God, and you will experience God. So he says um, that whatever you go through in your life, when you start to worry or get concerned or whatever, he says to go ahead and think about God. Any truth that you know about God. And if you study God, you will learn more. If you meditate and sit with it, you will learn more. And we're going to talk more about meditating next week in peace. Uh, if you find that you do this very, you, he says you'll find that you do it very quickly, and you may, may repeat it several times during the day with intervals in between. So throughout this week, stay consciously aware. Be present in the moment. Like right now, being presently and keenly aware of what you're hearing, what's going on. And in, even in the moments of what I'm saying, if anything's not resonating, be present with it. Why isn't this resonating? What's going on? What is in there? There's something in it. Anytime something doesn't resonate, there's something in there to look at. It's juicy. Isn't it juicy? I like juicy. So he calls it golden king. I'm trying to look for it. It says, do not try in advance to find a solution. He calls that outlining. 
He says, by constantly repeating a statement of absolute truth, such as, there is no power but God, I am the child of God, filled and surrounded by the perfect peace of God, God is love, God is guiding me, or perhaps the simplest, God is with me. Whenever I'm going through something, I'm like, God Almighty, God Almighty. It used to be the Father and I are one. And I would just, woo, be right there in that peace. Now it's God Almighty, God Almighty. And you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that's me. Jesus said, didn't, it, didn't it, uh, the scripture say, ye are gods? Do you notice you are God? Like, seriously, do you notice you're God? Okay. You are. So this week, that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep our minds spiritually aligned with God. We're going to keep our words spiritually aligned with God. So I don't want to hear anybody saying I'm sick because we're going to watch every word after I am because anything you say after I am activates the Christ consciousness in you and you will manifest it quickly, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Did y'all know I was going to say that? Loretta back there said it with me. I thought I was miming you. <laughs> I mean, not my ventriloquistic. I saw this cute little thing. I, I'm going to digress for a minute because I like humor. I saw this cute little thing yesterday. This lady, uh, she's a comedian. Her name is Nina. Eh, I can't remember her last name. But she, uh, she has these uh, puppets that she does. And, and she also takes and has some people come up and volunteer. And she puts this mask on them that opens up. And she has a thing behind her. And she goes... Yeah, and, and she'll go something like, yeah, and I'm going to dance for you. So the person's standing like, am I? And then she goes, and I'm going to raise my left hand. So you got to pay attention to what she's saying when you're up there. So this, the other person raises left hand, and she was like, yeah, so I don't want to dance for what you don't want to dance. And, he go, and she has the person say, yeah, I want to dance right now. It's liberating. And the person's like looking at her like, and my mask is going like this. And then she goes, I'm going to raise my left hand. And the person goes, and then she goes, I'm going to raise my right hand. And the person goes, and she goes, I'm going to do the jig. And the person looks at her like, and starts doing the jig or whatever, because they're like, what is the jig, you know? But it's really funny. Now, why am I saying that? God, you are so awesome. Because how many times do we become a puppet to the things that we are told in blind faith, and we take it on and believe it as our own? And we walk around saying words of things that we don't even know for ourselves to be true that our parents or our teachers or our peers told us. When I was little, I was called bird legs. And I used to think I had bird legs. My parents told me, your body is proportion, it's perfect. But I took it so seriously that I didn't run track and cast because I didn't want to wear shorts. I got the cast because I wanted to run track. And then they said, you got to wear shorts. I was like, not I, said to Kelly. <laughs> but our life is run like that. This week, trust that you are only God, and that's it. Straight up, no chaser. You are God. You are divinely whole, perfect, and complete. You are God. Know it. See it. Feel it. Think it, speak it, and be it. Walk with me by faith. And as we walk by faith in this first week of our journey to ascension in Christ, I promise you'll, you'll be ready for next week. We're going to talk about peace next week. 
But the first step in any spiritual journey is to walk by faith. One other story I'm going to share real quick. I was, listen, I was watching this um, YouTube video, and it's interesting. They put a lot of nice things on there. And there's this young lady. It, the title of it was Walking by Faith, Heaven's Story. And she was saying, she's a, a young girl, and she was saying she didn't really know about faith and relationships un, until after she had her baby. See, when she was pregnant, she thought that it was a perfect, it was a nice pregnancy and stuff. When, they, when she gave birth to the baby, she kept hearing the doctor say, she won't open her eyes. She won't open her eyes. So they did an MRI, and they came back and told her the baby had no eyes. Now, her eyelids are closed like this, and she has eyelashes, which is why they kept saying, trying to open her eyes, you know, to put the drops in there. But the baby's eyes don't open. They are, they are closed permanently. And so this baby walks and lives her life through her mother. And the mother said that the first time she heard that the baby couldn't open her, didn't have eyes, that she cried a little, but there was a peace that came over her, that there's something in this. She felt this peace, this presence that came over her. That presence is God. I want you to be quiet this week, and I want you in those moments, any moments where you feel yourself veering off of God, I want you to intentionally find the presence of God. And affirm that you're walking with God centered in every step of every day. The little girl's about, I guess, 18 months now. She's walking around and everything. She's still walking around, but she's so happy and smiling. And she's living her life right now blindly through her mother. But when you can't focus on the world, all you have to do, all you can do is be inside. And when you're inside, you make your own consciousness. You draw your own pictures. You know who you are inside. You take what others say, but you can't see the world. You can't go by who do they say I am. You have to go by who do I say I am. You have to believe it to be so. And that's what I want us to do this week. Walk by faith knowing that you are God. Saying that you are God and acting like it. Does that make sense? I walk in the light of God. Together, I walk in the light of God. I walk by faith, not by sight. Together, I walk by faith, not by sight. Let's do it again. I walk by faith, not by sight. And one more time. I walk by faith, not by sight. And I'm going to be walking with you. Thank you. say love is just a word just four letters in a row just a thing that people say oh they never tell you so and you use every excuse to let nobody in now this cloud you bring around has become your only friend and everybody's saying that it's gonna go away but it don't go and everybody's telling you one day it's gonna change but you don't know if it's really going to end but there is a way there is a spark 
There is a hope that you can hold on to. There is a lifeline come to the rescue. Just like a hand that's waiting for you. And if you believe in this, I promise that you won't be alone. There is a way, the truth and the life and the way. But if love became a man, if the word had flesh and bone, would you recognize his face? If he came to bring you home, you think you're all alone, gotta do it on your own, riding solo. Is there someone you could call when you stumble and fall? Cause you don't know if you'll be getting up again. Cause there is a way, there is a spark, there is a hope that you can hold on to. There is a lifeline, come to the rescue, just like a hand that's waiting for you. And if you believe in this, I promise that you won't be alone. There is a way, the truth and the same way too but there's so much more than that and it's waiting here for you there is a way there is a spot there is a hope that you can hold on to there is a lifeline come to the rescue just like a hand oh, that's waiting for you and if you believe in this I promise that Truth and-